Thanks for tuning in to Startup Health Now, the podcast where we celebrate the entrepreneurs and the innovators who are transforming health. I'm Logan Plaster, and on the show today, we're talking about the future of gut health with Jeff Glick, CEO and co-founder of Salvo Health, and Swathi Arogupe, CEO and founder at Better Meal AI. There's no doubt gut health is having a moment. There's a lot of talk about, you know, gut talk and yeah. gut health these days on TikTok. It's it's rampant with our diet and stress uh, and changes in our environment. For a long, long time, issues around the gut, like irritable bowel syndrome and Crohn's disease, were shifted to the sidelines. It's not that GI doctors didn't want to help. There just didn't seem to be a lot that they could do day to day. Patients suffering from these painful chronic conditions were often handed a pamphlet about gut-friendly diets like low FODMAP and told good luck. The result has been millions and millions of people suffering in silence. Thankfully, as we often find on this show, there are some amazing entrepreneurs working to break this cycle and bring relief to patients. My first guest, Jeff Glick, was the CEO of Foursquare before he founded Salvo Health. He's taking on gut health from two innovative angles. The first is through the establishment of a digital clinic, which makes specialty GI care available to patients at scale and on demand. Second, Glick and his team are capitalizing on the latest research connecting gut health to mental health and other conditions. This connection between the gut microbiome and whole health is just exploding and Salvo is helping patients stay on the cutting edge. After my conversation with Jeff Glick, we'll check in with Swathi Arogupe, CEO at Better Meal AI. You'll hear how Swathi has taken her own journey with a debilitating GI condition, combined it with her passion for data, and built a platform for helping deliver AI-driven, personalized meal recommendations to patients. Let's start with my conversation with Jeff Glick, recorded at a recent health innovation conference in Las Vegas. So Salvo Health is helping bring wraparound care, including mental health and microbiome care and cognitive behavioral therapy and a whole host of other services to solve the epidemic of over 60 million Americans who face chronic GI challenges or gut health challenges. Um, there's a lot of talk about you know gut talk and yeah. gut health these days on TikTok. It's, it's rampant with our diet and stress uh, and changes in our environment that you know, gut health problems are, are happening, and they're closely tied as well to the mental health epidemic in America. So about 75% of the people we treat also have anxiety and depression, which makes sense because their gut is messed up. Just to step one step back, where are we at in this sort of obsession with gut health? You said TikTok. People are talking about, oh, the health of my gut biome affects all these other things. That's right. Like, are we sort of peaking in a sort of a public understanding, or are we just getting started? I think it's just in the first innings here yeah. of understanding this complex mm. way that your gut and your brain talk to each other through the vagus nerve and and the microbiome is the thousands of other species that live inside us. There yeah. are more cells in our gut than most of the rest of the body. And so, you know, it's it's just an incredible ecosystem. Um, what you what people don't realize, I think, enough is how they eat and, and how they approach taking care of their gut affects their broader health. Um, you know, 90% of their serotonin, which is your happiness and your calm chemical, is made in the gut lining mm. in these epithelial cells in a complex interaction with your microbiome. And so if you have IBS or other kind of so-called made acuity conditions, 
and of course Crohn's and colitis and some higher acuity conditions, you know, you disrupt your serotonin, anxiety and depression happens in three quarters of cases and it's a two-way street between yeah. the stress and the gut and, and it's a vicious cycle. We can break that. I mean, our research and our practice now with patients is showing that around 80% of patients can get better within, start seeing major symptom improvements in six weeks on our kind of interdisciplinary program. It's fixable, but I think we're really in the first innings of what could be a, a precision medicine, a whole health revolution. Let's talk about the patients for a minute because one of the things that really gets me about your company and other gut health companies is that you're tackling these folks with maybe IBS and Crohn's who, as we say, have been suffering in silence or have been marginalized, stigmatized. Right. Talk to me about that community that you're helping. So you have to have empathy for there's over 60 million people with chronic gut problems. And when people get to our treatment, usually they've suffered from constipation, diarrhea, nausea, inflammation, vomiting, and other symptoms for three to five years. Mm. And 86% of patients uh, we surveyed with chronic gut problems say they've been to doctors, but they're not better. They're not resolved. Um, these are things that, that doctors, for the most part, don't have a lot of time uh, to, to treat. So doctors, for the most part, aren't trained in nutrition or cognitive behavioral therapy or microbiome rebalancing um, you know, then they, they don't have usually the staff or the time to do the follow-on care in a very personalized journey. Yeah. Uh, and people aren't, people don't feel heard. I mean, one of the nice things for, for us is, you know, each patient gets through our Salvo Health app. In addition to their main doctor, they get a nurse, a dietitian, and uh, a therapist, uh, in addition to digital programs every day. And, and they feel heard for the first time. Yeah. And, you know, this is, IBS is a, one of the most common ailments in America, and it used to be called hysterical housewife syndrome by the male, you know, because it's two-thirds women, it's younger women, they're, they're gaslit, they're ignored, and they're stigmatized by the system. It's embarrassing to talk about this stuff, and so we're really giving the privacy of a, your own team over the, you know, four to six month treatment period, where you really get to know your team, and they mm -hmm. get to know you, and, and it's done very software-enabled, so it's very affordable. Interesting. Um, and we can talk about our new research on the cost of these patients um, that are underserved on the system, yeah. uh, which, is, which is really hot. Yeah, tell me about that. How did you conduct the research? So we contracted with the leading uh, actuarial firm in healthcare. Um, they, they ran a study for us looking at nine and a half million covered lives. Yeah. And we asked them to compare IBS sufferers and IBD sufferers in total medical expense, all medical expense, to the, uh, you know, to the average American, both commercial and Medicare. And the results that came back, um, obviously everyone knows Crohn's and colitis patients, IBD patients are very expensive, six times an, an average. But what people don't talk enough about is there are 15 times more mid-acuity patients like IBS and the like, and, and those patients cost double the average uh, patient. So instead of $7,000 a year TME, the cost of the system is over 14000 And these are the mid-acuity okay. patients because you know what happens? They don't get good care. Um, they usually will get a colonoscopy or an endoscopy and told you don't have colorectal cancer. Good news, 28-year-old sufferer, you don't have cancer, come back in nine months, here's a pamphlet. That's, that's the care, the wow. usual care today. 
those people then end up in the ER, they end up going back to PCPs, they go to different GIs seeking a different answer, they get new imaging, new studies, they're very expensive. They also have anxiety and depression and, and work, they're missing work and they're expensive in care. If we could address the problems, we could cut huge amounts of waste and the human suffering associated to it, and that's, that's what we do. So it's, it's an absolute myth that these mid-acuity patients are not high utilization. Mm. These, you know, 60 million people are, they're, they're frustrated, they're suffering, and they're, they're expensive, and, and they, deserve, they it, deserve solutions. It's kind of a whole philosophical switch to really focus on the needs and costs of mid-acuity. We're talking about gut health, but right. I see that as a trend across the, the right. landscape, and to say, like, there, there are these needs just under the surface, or maybe that just didn't, reach the level of, of urgent care or emergency yet, and yet right. they are potentially breaking the back of the system. They are also stopping people from living full lives. That's right. That's so. right. And and I think this is where the, the intersection of the gut health crisis and the staffing shortages in America hit. Mm. Because everyone here at, at HLTH is talking about the shortage of physicians, but also a shortage of nurses, shortest, uh, short, shortage of psychotherapists in this country, right? And there's only about 100 gut-focused psychotherapists in the entire country, um, and there's 60 million sufferers. Yeah. So what we're trying to do is we're taking the very best uh, experts in the field, and we're, we're digitizing a lot of what they do and also enabling it through software, but then keeping that human touch of a dedicated yeah. team for support. And so the average patient in the Savo Health getting treatment uh, is getting three hours of care a month in the in the app. They're they're opening it nine times a week on average. Wow! But it only t because of all the software and technology. I mean, I'm I'm a you know former CMO of Travelocity and CEO of Foursquare, as you know. Like we're doing three three x is the ratio. So it takes less than an hour of nurse and therapist and okay. dietitian time to provide three hours of care because of the, how much we've automated uh, the care. And so we're tripling the workforce, essentially. And we're taking these needy patients off the nurses and the physicians at the hospital. They don't have time for that follow-on care. We face you know, a real shortage, 15,000 GIs in this country, yeah. 60 million sufferers. So the, you know, do the math, right? You need, you need tech solutions, and that's why Salvo Health yeah. was, was formed. So what's next for Salvo Health? Last time we talked, about a year ago, you had just raised 10.5 million. You've been, you've been working on this scaling up, you know, expansion. So now 2023 in the fall, kind of what's the next big move? So we have won some big uh, hospitals and multi-state GI private equity-backed clinics, and but we but we need to take this to many more uh, provider and health systems. So uh, our our product, which is RPM CCM, comes into a GI practice or into a GI department, and then you know helps those patients who who had to work up a scope. And 99% and of them are negative. We, we then work with the doctor to provide the, the wraparound care that's with the team that we've been talking about. And it's profitable for the health system. But on top of that, um, after that, we want to move to primary, helping primary care on GI, working with these local doctors. Because we did a study, a control and treatment study. When you, when you put people into, into this kind of continuous telehealth care, daily support, we saw a 79% reduction in GI-related ER visits. Wow. 
and we saw 42% reduction in GI-related primary care visits. Because now these people have support, they have, they have daily you know, support, and so they're not ending up in the ER, they're not bouncing around the system at double the, the cost. So the next, as we, we spend the next year rolling out with health systems and GI providers, we're also looking to expand to be available to support ACOs yeah. that are thinking about population health and how do we get people who need scopes who are high acuity to the front of the line with these scarce GI departments and GI private practices, but also take the burden of these needy lower acuity patients off the doc's uh, hands. And it's profitable for everyone, and it saves the payers money. So it's kind of one of these triple wins. Yeah. Uh, and most importantly, you know, 80% of patients feel better within six weeks, and that's just the start. So that's that's, that's kind of where we're, we're, we're going. And uh, Is it challenging to stay focused on, uh, on your, your, your niche, you know, your gut health, knowing that once you've got a relationship with a patient, They've got all these ancillary needs and everything, just like the gut, everything is so connected. Well, you know, our care model already looks at the whole patient. Got so it. when we're doing CCM, you know, we're, we're not providing the endocrinology care or the cardiology care, but we're doing care coordination with those other uh, providers. And we are looking, I mean, when we're helping them with diet or taking into account their diabetes or their obesity, but where we are getting pulled, and this is something we're about to announce in Q4, so I'll pre-announce it to you, Logan, is that, is that our GI departments are, are usually hepatology departments as well. And so GIs um, in America are charged with uh, looking at liver scans. Um, a quarter of the country, thanks to the obesity epidemic, has what used to be called fatty liver disease, um, but this is now called MASH. Um, so it's uh, hepatic steatosis. It's metabolically caused. You start to build up fat in the liver. It ends up, if you don't deal with it, as a liver transplant. And it's very serious. With the obesity epidemic, it's just getting worse. And so GIs are charged with um, treating and doing the diagnostics on this fatty liver disease or MASH. Um, we, we just added to our clinical advisory board, Dr. Mary Ranella, who is who wrote the national guidelines for fatty liver disease and renamed it MASH. Um, she joined our all-star clinical advisory board and we are launching a MASH program that will support GIs and hepatologists mm. in caring for these MASH patients, which again is an epidemic right mm. now, thanks to the obesity and diabetes epidemic. The liver damage is terrible in this country. And the solutions require wraparound lifestyle changes. Yeah. So it's whole diet, health. it's stress, it's whole health, it's movement, it's sleep. It's GLP-1s in some cases, yeah. but GLP-1s alone don't work unless they're combined with behavior change, diet change, and particularly resistance training so you don't lose muscle mass and, and destroy your metabolism. So all of this we're launching too, but we are, we are focused, you know, unlike others in gut health, we are focused on helping providers deal with these problems. Got it. So our go-to-market is GI practices and, uh, and you know, hospital GI departments, and we're, that's keeping us focused. What do they need? And they're asking us for this MASH program. I love it. Well, Jeff, I could ask you a lot more questions, yeah. but that's the time we have. I appreciate that you are targeting this 60 million people uh, that have been stigmatized, suffered in silence, and giving them the tools that they need, and also giving these providers, you know, who have been fr frustrated themselves, yes. right, the tools they need to help these folks. So, um, appreciate what you're doing and, and for you stopping by. Thanks, Logan. All right, take care. That was Jeff Click, CEO and co-founder at Salvo Health. 
If you want to learn more about Jeff or any of the hundreds of inspiring founders from the startup health community, check out our blog at healthtransformer.co or Startup Health TV on YouTube. My next guest on the show is Swathi Arogupe, CEO and founder at Better Meal AI. Like so many health tech founders, Swathi's story is incredibly personal. I was a teenager. I was suffering from a lot of health issues like pre-diabetes, polycystic ovarian syndrome, and I was dependent on medications all my life. In our conversation, Swathi walks us through her journey, how she took her challenge, combined it with her love of technology and data, and built a platform and company so that others wouldn't have to go through the same struggle she's faced. Let's get into it. So you're helping people with uh, an AI uh, engine for gut health, but yes. there's a lot more to it than that. Yes. But I want to start with your personal journey, because this came from a very personal place, like so many founders in healthcare. Yeah. Yeah. So what was your story? Sure, absolutely. So as I was a teenager, I was suffering from a lot of health issues, like mm. pre-diabetes, polycystic ovarian syndrome, and I was dependent on medications all my life. So doctors only suggested I had to follow these medications pretty much all my life in order to cure the symptoms, but not the issues itself. So I thought, you know, like my life was over at 16 years. Mm -hmm. So uh, at that point of time, I realized there should be some simpler solution out there. And first thing was I just started to look at food in a different way that I was looking before. And at that point of time, I even realized what I put into my body is actually doing a lot of inflammation that's causing all these health issues. So I made some lifestyle changes specifically regarding food. And five years down the lane, I could actually reverse all my health issues. Wow. No pre-diabetes, no polycystic ovarian syndrome to be found. And at that point of wow. time, yeah, yeah. Amazing. Yeah, it is. It is. Yeah, at that point of time, I moved to the U.S. and I wanted to share my journey with a lot of people. I became a I became a blogger, and I was blogging about my healing journey, and that's when like you know the better meal journey started because uh, I saw the need where a lot of people actually wanted help with gut health and nutrition. So that's when the journey actually started. Yeah. yeah. I read that you're self-taught in AI and machine learning. Yeah. Uh, how did that come about? And why was it important for you to, to educate yourself in that way? Well, I did not actually plan to become a data scientist, to be very honest. Yeah. But I, I wanted to be a doctor, but okay. that never happened. I wanted to be a medical doctor. But my next favorite thing was data all the time. So, uh, you know, at that point of time, I was very lucky that I got internships around the data science space where the world was even not even, you know, catching fire. Yeah. So uh, I, I think it just came along the way that I got more and more involved with it. And I'm a researcher, so I really loved playing with data, uh, you know, analyzing some patterns and, you know, doing something about it that will actually give better outcomes. So that's how I became like a self-taught data scientist. Actually. So you have this personal journey with your own health and you've, yeah. you've figured out how to kind of tune your diet and your life to it, fix these issues. Yeah. You become a data scientist and now it seems like you kind of put these two things together with Better Meal AI. That's so, correct. Yeah. So describe exactly what the platform is. What do you do for people? 
Sure. So Beramil AI is a digital therapeutic that has discovered the world's first biomarkers for to detect gut health through standard panels, blood test panels. Okay. So that being said, we are unique in such a way that we do not require any gut test kits. Okay. No you know like stool tests or no external blood tests to analyze your gut health we just use existing blood test kits of the patient uh, blood tests of the patients like complete blood count uh, metabolic panels etc really? to analyze the gut health within seconds and we also like you know you know uh, pair that with the food to understand some hidden compounds and we you know like open that solution to people where they can use that knowledge to reverse chronic conditions like type 2 diabetes thyroid both hyper and hypothyroidism celiac crohn's polycystic ovarian syndrome endometriosis yeah. ovarian cysts etc wow yeah. um that seems like a major breakthrough did did you did your company come out with that blood test based uh gut analysis yes we actually you know did that uh, you know like through our clinical trials that's how we've come out with the solution okay. unique solution uh, where are you at in your go to market uh we are already generating revenue we have more than 40000 users using our platform wow and we are generating close to 50000 in revenue month over month really yeah. okay fantastic <laughs> yeah. uh what what's your strategy for finding new customers uh we actually converted 41% of our 85000 you know like uh, waitlist very recently and we are still converting that waitlist and that being said you know we are reaching out to people specifically with health issues the health issues which i was stating from and if they have a problem with fixing those and they are able to only symptomatically fix then we are here to help them yeah okay yeah. so let's say i have a, a chronic condition like crohn's or something and i hear about better meal ai so i say great i can just do a blood test and understand my gut microbiome so i do that through your site uh well you can do that through our platform, through platform? which is app based so also like you don't have to do an external blood test you would have taken these particular blood tests which we specify in the application 6 months ago and it's all preventative based blood tests so 85% of people with health insurance got it take that it's in the it's in my record somewhere yeah it's in your so record if i give you access to my record that's it you got it yeah i okay. got it it so is that simple so then walk me through the process so then uh i get a readout of kind of um what what, what do i get So you actually get the gut test results in seconds where we decode the gut health for you from critical information from what is your acid production okay. what is your zonula expression in the intestines how is the you know like how healthy is you know your stool habits everything you know like a mm. to z how is your you know saliva microbiome looking like do you generate more saliva or not so all this information is kind of like you know given to you right away <laughs> right away and then guidance about what to do next yes guidance okay. about what to do next the app kind of like you know it's like a ai nutritionist Got kind it. of handholds you through the process of recovery gut health is an emerging field yes. you know i remember what it was like 8 years ago talking about this yeah how uh you know how accepted is the science uh, of what you're doing right now sure so it gut health is going through a paradigm shift definitely every day there is something new that we are you know all learning and that being said even we are learning a lot through these 
but still like you know through our clinical analysis we have validated and the validation score is more than 95 91% that you know like these biomarkers say a lot about your gut health mm. and it can actually help you follow through the gut health progress as nice, well nice nice okay so you're 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 making moves on on customers and revenue what's yes. next for better meal um well we are currently fundraising and also we are okay. actually looking to expand the enterprise where we can partner with insurance providers payers and hospitals so that is our target you know, How much are you raising and who's an ideal uh, investor? Uh, we are looking at healthcare investors, somebody who is interested in, you know, healthcare and also like, you know, direct to consumer or enterprise, uh, you know, like enterprise deals kind of investors. We are raising our seed round for a million and eight million post money valuation. Awesome. Uh, yeah. Awesome. Well, Swathi, uh, exciting to hear your story. Exciting Thank that you you're, so much. You're, uh, you're, you're making revenue and uh, you're bringing in new customers every month. It's very, very cool. Yes. And uh, we'll have to keep a close eye on you in 2024 as you raise this fund. Yes. And uh, make your next moves. Yeah, absolutely. Thank All you right. so much. Thanks, Swathi. Thanks for listening to Startup Health Now. We'll be back again with another episode next week.